Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. Well, it took nearly three years to fix it up, but the Washington Monument opened to the public once again in D.C., you may recall the monument was closed following the discovery of cracks in its facade after a 5.8 magnitude earthquake in 2011. Now, I got to tell you, I lived in D.C. for more than 40 years, and the word earthquake never crossed my lips, at least as it applied to Washington, D.C. But it happened, and workers labored to patch up the 15-year-old, excuse me, 150-year-old obelisk. You can now reserve tickets to go to the top ahead of time, but I've got to tell you, perhaps because it's been closed for so long, uh, the uh, tickets are booked out for a week or two right now. But... If you're right on the brink of going to D.C., there's some free same-day tickets every day available right on the site if you walk up and are lucky. You're tuned to the country's most widely syndicated radio travel show, and this is a special edition of the show because we've taken the show on the road. I'm broadcasting this weekend from the Four Seasons Resort Scottsdale in the lovely desert of Arizona, and it is lovely. Temps are going to hit 100 every day this weekend, and this is, it's a just great dry desert heat that is such a thrill for an East Coast and more lately upper Midwest guy who hasn't seen any sun or warm for seven months. This is a resort of indescribable beauty as far as its desertscape goes. There are hidden boulders on the golf course. There's cacti, a profusion of flowers everywhere. And it really, because of the architecture, which I'll talk about in a moment with my first guest, has that southwestern feel that lets you know you're in a very, very special part of these United States. You're also listening to me in Arizona at a time when it's very advantageous to come as a visitor because when it starts getting warm here in the summer, prices drop severely, very sharply, and we'll talk about that because we've got a special deal for you just for listeners this weekend of the radio show. So what do you do when it's hot during the day? Well, you start your golf game or your hike earlier in the morning when temps are still in the 70s. Then you spend the hot part of the day poolside. That's not too bad a plan, is it? We're going to learn a lot more about this state as well as Scottsdale and the Four Seasons Resort this hour. Uh, and, but in just about, no, oh, about 15 seconds, we're going to meet the resort manager, Mark Bromley. And if that last name, Bromley, rings a bell with you, he's the son of the retired Four Seasons Vice President, Stan Bromley, who's a guest from time to time on this show. And in fact, he was just on last weekend. Then we're going to feed, we're going to meet, excuse me, uh, Arizona's official state historian, Marshall Trimble. We'll also meet the curator of the Heard Museum, that is the state's most prestigious private museum dedicated to Native American art. We're going to check in with Mark Scarp from there. Uh, let's begin with the person who's sitting in front of me right now. Mark Bromley is the resort manager here at the Four Seasons Resort Scottsdale. And, Mark, the last time I saw you, you were uh, an executive of the Four Seasons in Costa Rica. And that was probably about six months ago, maybe, or so? Uh, yeah, I got here about six weeks ago, actually. And so, how do you uh, like it? This has got to be – this is a different kind of heat than you had uh, in the coastline of Costa Rica, isn't sure. it? Sure. No, Costa Rica certainly a gorgeous place, but the humidity uh, gets to you. you. You still have the hot temperatures. Uh, here the heat is much more manageable, in my opinion, in the, in the dry heat. It's still, still hot, but not nearly as oppressive as some of that humidity. And what a gorgeous <clears throat> landscape, isn't it? Gorgeous, gorgeous. Right, let's, let's talk about the architecture here. Yeah, you know, the resort is, uh, you really have a great sense of place when you come here. Um, the, uh, the, the adobe style architecture, indigenous art, uh, locally sourced cuisine too, uh, really 
um, uh, suits the resort well. Uh, you can't really be anywhere else besides Scottsdale, Arizona, when you come to our resort, because everything has such a sense of place. But, but first of all, the structures, the buildings, you can, you can barely see them in the desert as you approach them because of the color of the sand. So what would you call this architecture? Casita style. I say it's casita style rooms. Um, so there are different buildings. Uh, you don't have your traditional... Buildings small. I mean, Correct, yeah, correct. Not with building buildings. Six, six to eight rooms per building, a total of about 25 buildings um, in the resort, 210 total rooms, uh, many rooms with private plunge pools, outdoor showers, a really gorgeous place to, to spend a few nights. And and because of the the stonework, the uh, adobe, work, I guess the adobe style is what you'd call this, sure. because it, it blends with the color of the, the sand here, this is really of the earth here. You don't really see these structures. You have no sense that there's over 200 guests can see here. I don't anyway. Um, but it really does blend in. And the landscaping here, particularly, again, to an eyes of a East Coast guy or someone who's been living for the last 10 years in the upper Midwest, <laughs> a.k.a. Minnesota, um, the, pl the plants here are just breathtaking. Yeah, it's fascinating. And, and this time of year is gorgeous, too, because the cacti actually bloom. And um, mm. so it's really spectacular when these, these gorgeous mammoth cacti have these really delicate flowers coming out the top of them. Uh, you know, it's a very picturesque place to be. And you all, the Four Seasons here in Scottsdale, you won a couple of awards lately that you were telling me about it uh, uh, when we first were talking earlier today. Yeah, thanks for asking. You know, uh, you mentioned the swimming pool, golf in the morning, pool in the afternoon. That swimming pool was just named one of the top ten resort pools in the United States. Uh, the resort itself just garnered some attention by Rob Report as one of the top 100 resorts in the world and the only resort within Arizona to get that kind of Whoa. recognition. Who, de who decreed the pool as one of the tops in the world? Uh, that was USA Today. Wow. Yes. So wow. not a small, not a small uh, achievement. In a, no. A, there are a lot of yeah. resorts with nice pools sure. yeah, right, and, in and these United States. So, Well, now... Well, now, the, we're going to talk with uh, your, your sous chef uh, in yes. a little while. But, again, you, not only are you experiencing a different kind of heat and a different kind of uh, topography, um, how have you found the food in your six weeks in uh, Arizona? Fantastic. You'll hear a little bit about Proof on American Canteen later on in the show, which is an incredibly successful restaurant here. Um, it's gotten a lot of local attention, uh, some, some recent awards. Uh, and then we have a great steakhouse uh, that is really um, locally uh, uh, inspired, and, and the ingredients all come from, from close to the hotel. So it really is a, a, a true dining experience to go with the canteen concept as well. I want to talk about just, I know it's, it's sort of inside baseball, but just give me one minute on uh, management techniques. Uh, hoteliering uh, traditionally was something that took six, you know, six days, if not seven days of your week, and you worked 12 or 13 hours. But four seasons, and your dad certainly did that in the early days because you were sure. a little boy. And I knew you when you were a little boy yep. in Washington, D.C., and I, I saw how hard he worked when he ran the hotel the four seasons there. Um, You've got, there's sort of a new approach, isn't there? Yeah, Four Seasons has been very uh, progressive in its approach to trying to attract the top talent out in the market. You know, m many of the workforce are now millennials. Right. And um, research shows that millennials value personal time equally, if not more, than they value work time. So the idea of the old-fashioned way of hotelier, which is 24-7, on-call 24-7, uh, come to work at 6, leave at 10, uh, work weekends. Uh, we're trying to adapt to the changing work environment and make sure we can offer flexible work schedules, a balanced life, and show that the people who work for us are going to be... In fact, you insist on it. Absolutely. You know, it, it's not just the product that we're going to be focused on. You know, we're very product-centered product and guest-centric. 
Um, however, it's very important for us that the employees feel that they can work a balanced life there. Well, that's quite a change from the old days. I, Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm delighted for you. Um, if you'd like more information on the hotel, by the way, the website is Four Seasons slash uh, Scottsdale. Yep. And you'll see some of the pretty pictures out here in the desert and uh, see what uh, uh, where Mark, uh, Mark Bromley's new home is. Mark, thank you for coming by the show. Thank you very much. Again, we're going to talk more about the hotel as uh, over the next hour or two and talk about where we are right here. If you'd like more information on this resort, go to fourseasons.com slash Scottsdale. We'll be right back. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Travel rewards usually take forever to earn and even longer to redeem. Introducing Orbitz Rewards, the instant approach. Earn and redeem rewards instantly. Book a flight, use the rewards right away for your hotel. Book your hotel and use the rewards to stay longer. Book a package, well, you get the picture. Earn even more when you book using the Orbitz app. 5% on hotels, 2% on flights. Join today and get instant vacation gratification. Go to Orbitz.com slash rewards. That's Orbitz.com slash rewards. Or visit RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. Are you suffering from itchy skin? It's terrible. The itch you can't seem to scratch, being miserable and uncomfortable. You just want immediate relief that lasts. You need TriCalm. It's new and not like the same old itch products in your medicine cabinet. Dermatologist recommended TriCalm relieves itchy skin in minutes, and it's backed by the itch-free guarantee. If TriCalm doesn't stop your itch, just mail them the empty tube and they'll send you a full refund. TriCalm comes in a blue and white box in the first aid aisle at CVS, Walgreens, and other fine retailers. Get TriCalm today and get relief. Ladies, how many pounds have you gained since turning 40? If you're like an average woman, probably five or more. How many times have you stood in front of the mirror and thought, I don't like my body, but I don't know what else to do? If this sounds like you, please call the Amber in Hotline at 1-800-250-1998. You see, after 40, the female body changes, so one-size-fits-all solutions may no longer work for you. At Amberin, we specialize in breakthrough solutions specifically tailored to women over 40, including hormonal balance, relief from menopausal symptoms like hot flashes, night sweats and sleeplessness, and effective weight loss. Call Amberin today and experience real results for just $1 a day. This offer is backed by a complete 30-day money-back guarantee. No questions asked. So if you're a woman over 40 and you're tired of looking in the mirror and not liking what you see, call 1-800-250-1998. But this is a limited-time offer. So call right now, 1-800-250-1998. That's 1-800-250-1998. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's World. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. This segment is brought to you by Orbits.com that notes travel rewards usually take forever to earn and even longer to redeem, which is why they've introduced Orbits Rewards, the instant approach. You'll earn and redeem rewards, rewards instantly that you can apply to your hotel stay right there or a future one if you'd like. Book a flight, use the rewards instantly for your hotel. Book your hotel, use the rewards to stay longer. Book a package, you get the picture. Earn even more when you book on the Orbits app. 5% on hotels, 2% when you book flights. So join today and get instant vacation gratification by going to orbits.com slash rewards. That's orbits.com slash rewards. Or go to the radio show website, rudymaxa.com, and look under sponsors. I'm delighted to be joined. Oh, by the way, if you've just tuned in, we're coming to you this weekend from the Four Seasons Resort 
Scottsdale, Troon Mountain. That's the name of the uh, – it's a golf resort, and that's the name of the two 18-hole golf courses here. And if you play golf, you know those names. Did I say Troon Mountain again? It's Troon North. Right. I don't know why I keep saying – that's the second time I've said Troon Mountain. It's Troon North. Um, so if you so if you are a golfer, you do know True North. As anyway, uh, we're coming to you from Arizona, where it's about 101 degrees this weekend, and I'm delighted to be joined by the state historian for Arizona. His name is Marshall Trimble. He's the official Arizona state historian. Uh, how long have you been the state historian, Marshall? Uh, Rudy, I think I'm going on 19 years now. You're um, from? I presume you're from here. Uh, I was born in Mesa, Arizona. Okay. Uh, grew up in a little northern Arizona town of Ash Fork on uh, Route 66. Well, I've heard of that. Now, what makes this state so special? Well, uh, I love it because of the open spaces. Um, it's the uh, it's one of the largest states in the country. It's the size. In, it's the size of Italy. Size. Well, you could put all of New England plus Pennsylvania and Delaware inside Arizona. I all of New England, Pennsylvania, and Delaware, wow. and you could put Massachusetts whole state of Massachusetts or six other inside um, Maricopa County, the county we're in right now. Oh, so it's a lot of open space. And uh, I, I use I use uh, numbers like drunks uh, use a light post, uh, not for illumination, but for support. <laughs> but uh, uh, 90% of the people in Arizona, we have about six and a quarter, six and a half million, 90% of them live in 2% of the land. So wow! And doesn't the government own, doesn't the, doesn't Uncle Sam own about forty five percent of the land in this yeah, state? Yeah, actually, uh, privately, only seventeen percent of Arizona is privately owned. The I'll rest be, of it I'll is either done. Indian land uh, or state or federal land. Well, what I like when we were talking before you came to the show, you said this is a land of myth and stories, myths and legends. Myths we're, and we legends. We live by our myths and legends. And you were telling me some of them. Just rattle a couple of those off. Well, um, uh, I think we're, I call this a land of anomalies and tamales. Uh, the first black man, uh, first white man to come to Arizona was a black man. And who was that? Uh, that was Esteban. He was a reconnaissance scout for the Coronado expedition in 1539. I love that. The first white guy to come here was a black guy. Okay. Yep. And um, the first cowboy was an Indian because they were the mission Indians for the Catholic missionaries who were the first civilians to come in, European civilians to come in. And um, the first uh, the first cowboy movie star from Arizona was a cowgirl, was a girl. I'll be darned. So the cowboy was a girl. Well, is it a myth that these uh, there's gold in them there hills? There's lots of gold in them there hills. There's a king's ransom of gold and silver and copper in these mountains. That's what made people brave. The you know they used to say the travelers passing through here they they always they always exaggerated, but they said the wind was hot as dragon's breath. Uh, and uh, lizards, it was so dry, lizards had to carry canteens, and <laughs> it was so hot that cowboys could just uh, heat up their branding irons by aiming them at the sun. So these are the kinds of myths and legends that grew up around Arizona, and we thrive on that stuff even today. People, people uh, embellish how hot it was. Um, you know, people jump in their swimming pool and get third degree burns. Uh, <laughs> and we, we brag about this. We're, uh, we're very proud of our, uh, of what the, the, you know, just how unique this, unique this place is. Well, I'm a little unclear historically speaking on how long, for lack of a better word, the tension between West, uh, you know, American settlers coming from the East. And the Indian tribes who lived here before they came. Uh, first of all, tell me who those Indian tribes are, and how long did that did that 
conflict go? Was it constant conflict for a year? Did it go over decades? Yeah, well, we have the most diverse, uh, uh, talk about diverse geography and diverse of peoples, uh, ethnic groups. We have the most diverse, uh, uh, the widest range of Indian tribes here in Arizona, 22 Indian tribes altogether. And, um, the, but there were, there were farm Indians, there were, there were Pueblo Indians living in the Pueblo, the villages, like the Hopi. And then there were the farming Indians, like the, like the Pima. And, uh, then there were the more of a nomadic Indians, like the Apache and the Navajo and the Yavapai. And they were the ones who were the more the warlike. Uh, they were on the move, they were in the mountains, they were, they were warriors. They were, they were warrior societies. And did they prey on other Indian tribes? Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, they raided the farm Indians uh, regularly, or the Hopi Mesas, uh, uh, mostly stealing women and stealing food. And then came the uh, European uh, heritage folks from the east. Who, wh why did they come here? For land, or did they hear there was mineral wealth here? It was the wealth that brought them. The Spanish had come up here looking for the seven cities of gold in the 1500s, and uh, they, they never found the cities of gold, and they never really, it was too wild. The Indians uh, drove them out, they, so they didn't really get into the mining. And uh, when the Americans took over this area uh, after the Mexican-American War, they, they had already found rich silver in southern Arizona, silver mines, fabulously rich. And that's why they made us a territory in 1863. It was the money. The Civil War was on. They needed the money. And there's some legendary gold mine here that nobody's ever found. Or... Yeah, it's, uh, the, it, it's the alleged uh, lost Dutchman, uh, the elusive uh, lost Dutchman's mine. Is that a myth? Uh, I think so. Yeah, uh, there's uh, there they they have found gold near there, but um, the lost Dutchman. By the way, that he was a German, so there's another anomaly. <laughs> but um, the uh, it, it's it's the greatest lost mine story in American history. Are there still people out here looking for gold? Uh, yes, uh, and um, there's still there's still prospectors out in some of these places still looking for gold. But um, I was out in the mountains about three years ago with the television station because um, three men had gone out. They'd come down from Utah in the middle of the summer in June looking for the Dutchman's mine. And they didn't have any survival gear, nothing, a um, little bit of water, not enough to last them long. And uh, they, were, they were lost. When I got out there, they'd been lost about four days. And I just told the, I told the television people, we're never going to see them alive. They, nobody can live through this. So that's still going on. And they on found it. their bodies several months later. So that's still going on. Still here. goes on. This was just two or three years ago. You've written a lot of books about uh, uh, Arizona history, haven't you? Uh, I, they say I've, I've written, a, uh, I say I've written an awful lot of books, and other people say I've written a lot of awful books. But, uh, <laughs> but they, they're out, my books are out there. And I, I, like, I like to use humor. It's the Irish in me. And uh, I like telling stories. And I, I try to write for people, not for other historians. Marshall Trimble is the Air, official Arizona State historian. If you'd like more information on his books, check out his website. It's his name, Marshall Trimble, T-R-I-M-B-L-E, MarshallTrimble.com. Marshall, thank you for it's all too brief. You've got I, I know there's a treasure trove of stories. Uh, Rudy, we could stay on here for hours. <laughs> I'd love nothing more. But thank you for stopping by. It's my pleasure. Speaking of the Irish in you, you told me when we were talking before the show about some Irish guy who was leading some... Spanish? Yeah, uh, we were talking about all the unusual anomalies about Arizona and Arizona's history. 
And in 1775, August of 1775, a Spanish army uh, pulled into uh, where Tucson is today and founded a presidio there to go to war against the Apache uh, in that area. And uh, that Spanish army, uh, that Spanish group was led by a, a general uh, named Hugh O'Connor. No. A redheaded Irishman. How did he wind up leading a Spanish army into Tucson? Well, it started in Ireland when he was a young man. Uh, he was uh, apparently uh, uh, offended by the by the British. The first Irishman to ever be so. Yeah, it doesn't happen anymore. Right, of course not. Uh, so, but anyway, he had to leave the country quick, and so he went across the water to Spain, as a lot of Irish did, and they became mercenaries in the Spanish army. And he rose from the rank of a lowly mercenary private all the way up, uh, eventually retired as a general uh, of the Span in the Spanish army. But he was the leader, and the Indians called him Captain Red. Well, as, I, as we just agreed, I could listen all day to you. Thank you very, very much for uh, stopping by. You can find Marshall Trimble's books at Marshall Trimble, T-R-I-M-B-L-E, all one word, MarshallTrimble.com. Marshall, I really appreciate your stopping by. It's my pleasure, Rudy. You're listening to Rudy Max's World. We'll be right back after this break. Rudy Max's World is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Would you wait a week for your shower to get hot? <laughs> Would you wait up to a week to feel maximum relief from your nasal congestion? Nasacort Allergy Nasal Spray could take that long. Ugh. But if you're congested now and you want powerful relief now, Afrin No-Drip starts working in seconds <sighs> and keeps working for 12 hours. So why wait up to a week for maximum relief from your nasal spray uh -uh. when you can start to get relief in seconds with Afrin? <sighs> Afrin, powerful congestion relief without the wait. Use as directed. Ron Delano, Attorney Houston. Attention mesothelioma cancer patients and families. The clock is ticking for you to receive your fair share of the billions of dollars in settlement money still available to victims of first-hand and second-hand exposure to asbestos. Don't wait. Call the nation's leading mesothelioma experts right now and find out how much you may be eligible to receive. Call Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. Nice to have you here. Glad you're in the house this weekend. We're going to take a little break because it's a little toasty warm here in Arizona. Like, how about 101 degrees? Um, actually, the, you don't hear much about SSI. They're sort of the syndicate that brings my shows to your stations. And the head of that syndicate, my boss, sort of boss, uh, Bob is over there um, meeting and greeting during the Icelandic travel workshop for travel and trade. 
And he said, you got to talk to Thorin. Thorin is uh, the uh, host of an Icelandic travel show called On the Go. She's uh, the director of the Iceland Tourist Bureau. Her full name is Thorin Reinis daughter, the daughter of Reinis. Um, and nice to have you on the show, Thorin. Thank you very much. All right, we are here in Arizona, which is a desert, and it's really, really hot. And I'm thinking it might I've be... I've been there. It must be very hot. It's very hot, but I know it must be cool there. But just for a minute, because I'm a big fan of Iceland, but since you're the director of the tourism, the Tourist Bureau, you can speak better than I can. Give me, give me four or five reasons that I want to v- visit Iceland on my next trip. Well, first, uh, number one, it will never be too hot and never too cold. Number two, you know, we are, well, number one also, we are great people to visit. We are a very welcoming nation. You are. Number three, you know, outdoor swimming, uh, you know, uh, even though it's cold, you are still warm. You walk outside after the hot, hot springs, it's fantastic. Uh, then the nature, of course, and the people. That's why, uh, additionally, I want to add one more. Uh, from New York, it only takes four hours, 50 minutes to go to Iceland. Uh, Yet you are in Europe when you do that. Now, wait a minute. I've been there in the winter, and it was cold, uh, Thorne. What do you mean no, it's never cold? No, here it's never cold. It's, you know, mm. it's all about warm. You know, you meet warm people, so the weather doesn't matter here in this country. The people are very warm, and around 5 very in the morning warm. as the clubs are still getting hot, it is quite warm there. You're, abs- you're absolutely right. Now, you know, I, I remember the first time I visited, I've been there, f- I don't know, three or four times. First time I visited, I learned that what I, you all know by heart, that Greenland was supposed to be Iceland because there's a lot of ice in Greenland. And Iceland yep. was supposed to be called Greenland because it's a much greener place than a greener island than Iceland is. What are some of the common misperceptions other than that about that place? Well, you know why they did that, you know. Uh, to get more tourists. Iceland was so, such a lovely place. So they wanted yes. all the Americans to go to Greenland because that's where the, there was cold. And nobody oh, I know. to Iceland. It's amazing so, you guys haven't gone to war against each other. No, 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 no. We're oh, okay. very good friends. It's a beautiful country, our neighbors, Greenland. So, no problem. All right. What, what other misconceptions might I, as an American, have about Iceland? I think, uh, you know, uh, they think it's too far away. You know, if you go from New York to Iceland, it takes only five hours. When you go to New York to Las Vegas, it's seven hours. Uh, we are in the middle of Atlantic Ocean. We are in between uh, U.S. and Europe. Um, uh, it's, it's a very, very nice country to visit, uh, high-end, uh, luxury, leisure. We have all for everybody. Well, let's talk about let's talk about the money because when I every time I went, to I said it was very it was quite expensive. Not the airfare, but the but hotels and food. Then, of course, well, what there, year did you hear? Well, it was long. It was long before the collapse of the economy and i know the economy okay. has come back but is it is it a little more reasonably priced than before the much much in 2005 the we had one dollar it was 60 icelandic kroners today one dollar you get 120 icelandic kroners well that's a so good deal it, that's twice uh, as good today today uh, it's totally a value for money to come to iceland best place to spend your dollars all right. Now, everybody knows of uh, my generation. I'm a baby boomer, as we call them in the States. Are we you? all knew. Yes, we all I knew. I my age. Well, I don't know what your age is, but if you're uh, 64, you are my age, but I don't think you are. Well, I'm 59. Okay, well, we, we all remember as Americans that Iceland air, Icelandic air was the... the, the Loftlair was, was the first one. Loftlair, uh, yes, it was called airline, that first. Which we yes, had, yeah. it was a hippie airline, and I would take it yep. into only one place allowed it to land in Europe, and I believe that was 
Um, where was that? Was it Lichten? It wasn't Lichten. Luxembourg. 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 So you land at, in Luxembourg, place. and you have to take a bus to everywhere else, which I did as a kid. But yeah. do you have enough airlift now from the from, from North America to? Uh, no, uh, no. Which is great that I'm on your radio station. Any airline that wants to fly to Iceland, we welcome them. We need more airlift from U.S. This year, I want to, I want to share a secret with you. January okay. to April, this is only for you. January to April, we had a 43% increase of tourism from U.S. to Iceland. Why? Why? It's a popular destination. Yeah, you know, 43% is a huge increase, though. Huge increase. So we need uh, all of the U.S. carriers to fly in here. Pick and well, choose. Okay, I don't know if my radio show is powerful enough to get all the U.S. carriers to agree to put a flight onto Iceland. I have no but I... doubt in my mind it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, right, uh, Thorin, you, uh, uh, you give me a lot more credit than I deserve. But uh, I would certainly say to listeners that Iceland's a, a, a gorgeous place to go any season. And, uh, I mean, I just remember nights out in the winter looking at those northern lights out there off an iceberg. A fantastic country. The people are warm. And I appreciate your taking time, Thorin, out of your weekend to talk to me. My pleasure, and we welcome everybody from the United States to Iceland. I think you've made that clear. Thorin uh, Rainey-Stotter is uh, the director of the Iceland Tourist Bureau, and we stopped in to see her. We're going to come right back here after this break to the uh, dry desert heat of Arizona and the Four Seasons Scottsdale. We're going to, uh, we're going to talk with uh, Mark Scarp. He is, uh, works with the Heard Museum. It, it is probably the nation's preeminent museum for Indian arts and crafts. We're going to learn more about it. I have not been there, so I'm anxious to hear about it as well. I hope you'll stick with me. You're listening to Rudy Max's World, and we'll be right back after this break. Don't go away. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Hey, welcome to Boost Mobile. What can I get for you today? Well, uh, what are your options? Well, you can pick a phone and get a plan starting at just $40 a month with unlimited talk, text, and data. Hmm, okay, okay. Uh, how much is the plan for uh, this smartphone? $40 a month. What about the plan for that one with the huge screen? Yeah, that one also is $40 a month. Even with the new Samsung Galaxy S5? Yep. How much is the plan with that shiny gold phone? <laughs> it's got to be like, what, a thousand bucks, right? Wrong. No matter which phone you choose, our plans start at $40 a month. Okay, okay, I get that. But, but what about... Pick the phone you want on the plan you want. Plans starting at only $40 a month for unlimited talk, text, and data on a nationwide Sprint 4G LTE network. Boost Mobile. $40 plan includes 500 megabytes a month of 3G, 4G high-speed data. Video streaming may be limited to 3G speeds. Shrinking payment discounts are not included with monthly unlimited select plans. Coverage not available everywhere. Sprint 4G LTE reaches over 200 million people. Phone availability may vary. Additional restrictions apply. See in-store materials or boostmobile.com for details. Ladies, how many pounds have you gained since turning 40? If you're like an average woman, probably five or more. How many times have you stood in front of the mirror and thought, I don't like my body, but I don't know what else to do? If this sounds like you, please call the Amberin Hotline at 1-800-250-1998. You see, after 40, the female body changes, so one-size-fits-all solutions may no longer work for you. 
at Amberin. We specialize in breakthrough solutions specifically tailored to women over 40, including hormonal balance, relief from menopausal symptoms like hot flashes, night sweats and sleeplessness, and effective weight loss. Call Amberin today and experience real results for just $1 a day. This offer is backed by a complete 30-day money-back guarantee. No questions asked. So if you're a woman over 40 and you're tired of looking in the mirror and not liking what you see, call 1-800-250-1998. But this is a limited-time offer, so call right now. 1-800-250-1998. That's 1-800-250-1998. If you think a little dirt in your food is just a condiment, you love the outdoors. If you've ever worn flip-flops to work, you love the outdoors. If you've mastered your roasted marshmallow technique, you love the outdoors. And if you love the outdoors like we do, don't miss the REI anniversary sale, our biggest sale of the year. Save up to 30% on the best outdoor gear and clothing. Tents, packs, boots, and more. The REI anniversary sale, going on now. Every summer we go to Canyon Woods. Love getting outside. Love the hiking. Hate the itching and irritation from poison ivy, bug bites, all the things that keep me inside. So I need something strong. Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing is clinically proven with the strongest non-prescription itch medicine available for fast, long-lasting relief of itching and irritation with seven moisturizers to help heal skin. I finally have the relief I need. Hey, Jan, check this out. On my way. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World, coming to you from the Arizona desert. It's just fabulous here at the Four Seasons Scottsdale. What a resort. What a great place. Pueblo-style buildings that blend right in with the desert. Amazing landscaping and vegetarian in this dry, dry heat. It'll be about 100. But let me tell you, stick around until the end of this hour, and I'm going to tell you about a deal here that's exclusive to listeners of this show beginning and just done very soon. So we'll do that at the end of the hour during my deal of the weeks. It's a great price to come stay out of Four Seasons. Let me give you a hint. $139 Sunday through Thursday begins June 22nd. How about that for a Four Seasons room? Unbelievable. I'm joined this uh, segment by Mark Scarp. Great name. I guess that's a great it rhymes bio. and everything, doesn't it? It does. Mark Scarp is, uh, works as a communications manager of the Heard Museum of American Indian Art and History. Now, this is a private museum, uh, not the sense that nobody can go, but this, <laughs> unless you're a member, but, uh, but it's a museum in the sense that it was funded by a family that you tell me. Well, it's, uh, it is the oldest privately held museum in, uh, in the Phoenix area. It, it opened in 1929, which to Mr. and Mrs. Heard, the founders, it was a brave thing to do because that was not quite a year to open a business of any kind, I can tell you. That. No, I read about that year. <laughs> uh, what, where did they – tell me a little about the Herds. Well, they came uh, from Chicago. Okay. Uh, Mr. Hurd uh, uh, was in the hardware manufacturing business, uh, married the boss's daughter. Uh, the company there went on to become True Value Hardware Stores. Well, I've anyway, heard of those, too. You've heard of them, too. Yeah. Well, uh, he contracted tuberculosis. 
and was told he had to move out to a dry climate, which we have in ample supply here, as you're experiencing today. Yes. And uh, uh, he moved out here in 1895 with his new wife, and uh, they immediately saw the potential for art and culture, and they fell in love with the Southwest and the indigenous peoples who lived here. They were also world travelers. They loved indigenous art from all over the world, so they collected a bunch of it. And their friends decided their house was getting a little too full of all the things they collected, so they said, maybe you should start a museum. And he had the money to do it. And they had the money Thanks to start Thanks to True Value Hardware. Then, then, thank goodness. So now, is this um, is this museum? I, I thought it was just the indigenous peoples of the Americas, or is is it beyond just the Southwest? We have a few. We have a, one of our galleries is devoted to some of the collections of the, of the herds uh, from around the world as well. But we specialize in the Americas and particularly uh, the native peoples of the Southwest. Now, describe where the museum is, please. Sure, it's in Central Phoenix, um, right just north of the downtown area. It's on our favorite Metro Light Rail line. In fact, we have our own light rail stop directly in front of the museum. Uh, the address is 2301 North Central Avenue. Is it open every day? Every day, except three days a year, Christmas, Easter, and the 4th of July. Any other day, we're open. And the website is very easy. It's herd, H-E-R-D.org, herd.org. That's it. All right. So I walk in the museum. What am I going to see? What's going to surprise me? Well, the first thing you're going to see is the fact that, that Indians are not something left behind in the late 19th century the way Hollywood often portrays them to be. Uh, they are living people contributing today just as they did before. There are 22 tribes in Arizona, Rudy, mm -hmm. today. They are the same 22 that were here 500 years ago. Um, they are still contributing in many ways, some in traditional ways, some in contemporary ways, in their art and their music and other forms, too. Are they involved in the museum? Oh, yes. How so? Um, they're members of our board of trustees. Mm -hmm. We have... Uh, Artists galore, native artists from any number of tribes whose works are displayed in the museum, are for sale in the museum shop. We have events on weekends throughout the year in which artists come and do all kinds of demonstrations, from Hopi Katsina doll carving to Navajo rug weaving and so on. So when you say that wor their works are available in the gift shop, you're oh, yeah. talking about things like... It's art. Uh, it's, it's, you can make a gift of it, but it's it's the you could buy. But jewelry. it's not just picture. You know, you're, no, it's right. pottery. It's jewelry. It's uh, it's a Kashina doll. It's anything that you. Some of the things you're going to see in the museum uh, are available for sale, and, and some people collect, and they are collectors and love to do that. And these are made by uh, Native Americans today. These aren't from 100 years ago? Um, well, there's some that are some collectibles that come from 100 years ago, mm. but most of what you'll find in our shop are from contemporary artists who are creating works today, yes. And how long a time should I allow to doing a, you know, a reasonable job of seeing the herd? Well, your first time you want to come in, you might want to take one of the tours from our, our wonderful docent corps called Las Guias, which is, of course, Spanish for the guides. Uh, they can give you a one-hour tour of some of our major galleries. Um, and if you want to give the whole museum a try, you might want to devote maybe five or six hours. We have 12 different galleries. Okay. Is there somewhere to eat around there? Just, I'm sorry, I'm being oh, very practical sure. here as a no, traveler. not at all. When you're traveling, you want to eat, too. Right. We have the Courtyard Cafe, which is right there, right off the main entrance, is open uh, every day the museum is open. Uh, we were written up in Bon Appetit magazine a couple of years ago. For the food our, is that good? Per, our pozole. <laughs> what is pozole? It's a uh, it's a kind of a soup with a pork base. Mm. It's delicious. Okay. Well, there it is. You heard it. The Herd Museum of American Indian Art and History. It's in downtown Phoenix. And the website couldn't be easier. Herd.org. H-E-R-D.org. H-E-A-R-D.org. Brought to you by the uh, Fortune of the True Value family. <laughs> Mark Scarp is a communications manager there. Mark, thanks for stopping by. A pleasure, Rudy. Thank you. Be right back.
Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. I'll travel all the time. And where have we traveled to this weekend? We're bringing you a special edition from the Four Seasons Scottsdale Resort. Four Seasons Resort Scottsdale. You can find information by going to fourseasons.com slash Scottsdale. It's just a beautiful place. And in just a moment, we're going to do my deal of the week. And I'm going to tell you a deal that this resort is going to give you this summer. A couple news items I didn't have time for. Well, it was bitter competition between Southwest Airlines and Virgin America, but Virgin America won. I'm speaking about the two gates at Dallas's Love Field that American Airlines had to surrender in order to obtain federal approval of its merger with U.S. Airways. Now, Love Field is Southwest's home airport. Flies 97% of the passengers that walk through the front doors there. It coveted those two slots. Executives from both airlines lobbied city officials. The win means to Virgin America that it, this is their biggest expansion since the airline began in 2007. It's adding flights from uh, Love Field to New York's LaGuardia, Washington, D.C.'s Reagan National, and Chicago's O'Hare. Apparently, Virgin felt quite confident that it was going to win those two slots because it began selling tickets for flights before it even knew for sure it had the gates. There you go. Uh, Arizona, you know, I've been giving you some factoids about Arizona. I told you it's about the same number of square miles as the entire country of Italy. The highest temperature ever recorded at Phoenix's Sky Harbor Airport was on June 26th at 1.47 in the afternoon when the thermometer hit 122 degrees. Which may explain why, according to data from 2011, that almost 42% of homes in the Phoenix metro area have swimming pools. Unbelievable. All right, let's do a couple of deals of the week here. There's the cash register sound. Thank you, Jeff. All right, this is the one. This is a deal that is exclusively for listeners to Rudy Max's World this weekend. On Monday, the doors will be thrown open to just any Tom, Dick, and Harry who wants to take advantage of it. Here's the deal. As you know, as you may know, that when the temperature rises, prices go down in Arizona for lodging because, well, it's pretty hot here. But if you play it right and do your hiking and your golf in the morning when the sun comes up, maybe as early as 6 o'clock or 530, uh, you can spend the rest of the day by the pool and you'll have the Four Seasons experience for a price that, as I mentioned, is unbelievable. Here's the deal. Between June 22nd and September 7th, that's a lot of time. Stay Sunday through Thursday here at the Four Seasons Scottsdale for $139 a day. That's before taxes, I'm sure. Friday and Saturday, 30 bucks more, 169 This deal is good for a limited time. July 4th and Labor Day, it's blacked out. But other than that, it's all yours. $139 a night, Sunday through Thursday. Friday and Saturday, $169 a night. By the way, in season, these rooms go for north of $400, $500. There's a special phone number for you to call for this deal. And again, it is only for listeners of Rudy Max's World. This weekend, doors will be open to the general public, uh, the unwashed public, come Monday. That phone number is 800-207-9696. Let me give it to you again. Toll-free, 800-207-9696. Just ask for the special summer offer, and you can stay in a Four Seasons in a fabulous setting for 139 a night. I think that's cheaper than what I pay to live in where I live. Okay, a couple other deals. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Well, Air Tahiti Nui, you know, that's the airline that flies from the West Coast to uh, French Polynesia. 
has got a heck of a deal. $1,300, uh, Air Tahiti Nui will fly you round trip from Los Angeles between June 15th and August 31st on 11 specific dates. I'm not going to list those, obviously for about $1,300 per person. It'll also, that'll also include accommodations at one of four resorts as well as transfers from the airport to those resorts. Um, that is quite a great deal. How many nights do we get to stay for that? Does it say here? It doesn't say. Oh, five nights. Okay, so you have five nights. You're going to fly from L.A. to French Polynesia, and as they like to say, French Polynesia is just one movie further away than Hawaii, and you'll be able to stay five nights between June 15th and August 31st, on Air Tahiti Nui. Bookings must be completed, by the way, by May 25th. So you've only got uh, uh, about eight days to take advantage, seven or eight days to take advantage of. Go to Air, Air uh, I always stumble over this name, airtahitinui.usa.com uh, for details. I'll put it on my Facebook fan page, uh, Rudy Maxa at uh, uh, Travel and Leisure on Facebook. I'll also put the phone number if you didn't catch it because you're in a car. I'll put the phone number for the deal here at the Four Seasons Scottsdale there as well. If you uh, have any interest, if you fly any of the One World Alliance partners, is they want to give you bonuses if you pay big fares to Europe this summer. So if you are going to fly a One World Alliance car uh, carrier like American Airlines, U.S. Airways or British Airways, Iberia, Finnair, before August 31st, you'll receive between 5,000 to 25,000 miles for each round trip. The biggest bonuses apply to those first and business class fares. And uh, if you're flying in premium economy, you'll get 10,000 extra miles, 5,000 in full fare coach. To qualify, you've got to register in advance. The code is NA014. Make sure you look for qualifying fare classes before booking. You can earn as many as 100,000 miles during the promotional period. Again, we'll put a link on our page of a website to that. All right, we're coming to, uh, to the end of the first hour of Rudy Max's World. I know a few of our stations leave us. Fortunately, most of, us, most of you don't. Uh, so if you just stick around for six minutes, we'll have some local news and some, probably some advertisements, and then we'll be back here at the Four Seasons Scottsdale in Arizona. Um, again, let me give you that website. It's fourseasons.com slash Scottsdale. It's a gorgeous time of the year to come. I know it's a little hotter than it is during uh, the winter season, but there are lots of benefits to that, mainly an award-winning pool. USA Today named their pool one of, the, uh, one of the top pools in the United States. We'll continue when we come back with more uh, talk about Arizona and a little, little more about this state, this place, and certainly this resort. I'm Rudy Maxa. Nice to have you here this weekend with me with Rudy Maxa's World. We'll be back after this break. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.